You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. Hey man, the only place I go. Every night it's the Ryan Show. Check us out for an hour, enjoy yourself. Maybe more. Good music and special guests. Listen, we the best, forget the rest. It's just me and Ryan, Cheese the team. Yeah, we about to reign, reign, reign supreme. Come on. Yeah, we coming over and we taking the scene. Yeah, we should be on that line laid up, up on the screen. Yeah, you know my team. Yeah, we really just doing this. Flew it up every time we really just moving this. Yeah, man, we mix it up. So all of my fellas and chicks with us. Hey, best believe we the new wave. Mr. T's Rob Boogie and Anthony Dave. Yes, You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now tuned in. This is another live broadcast of The Ryan Show FM with your favorite host, American Sweetheart, ex-sushi chef. I know how to get it rolling and twisting. It's Ryan Vernell in the building, baby, and it is certainly a good thing to be here tonight. That's it, and he's here. Hampton's Dave. I'm not going to be here without the one and only socialite of New York City. That's it. He knows how to get it rolling. I know how to get it lit. (laughs) Turning up. It's The Ryan Show. Every week bringing you something new. Love that. Got a good show for today, too. I'm excited about this one. We do have a good show tonight, Happens, Dave. Slowly but surely, the Ryan Show is evolving, and we're becoming more than just this radio show that you're listening to now. There's more than just what goes on these radio airwaves here, Happens, Dave. In fact, there's this whole thing out there called the Internet, and uh, we're really making our presence on there these days. I thought that was just for porn. Well, a guy like you, that's probably all you're going and searching yeah. is, is uh, X videos. Porn and, and DMs. What's your porn site? What do you go to? X videos. X videos. I feel yeah. like they're winning these days. I don't yeah. know. I see Pornhub everywhere, but there's just too many ads. Yeah, it's too many ads. Well, uh, fans uh, that are out there, be sure to go to our Twitter and let us know what do you watch when you're jerking off. Let us know if you're driving, pull out your phone and More pull up More ass your... and less ads. More ass and less ads. Why don't we start that hashtag right now? <laughs> Let's get it trending. Man. Uh, a lot going on, like you mentioned, Hams Dave, including our very first interview with Coney Island's own Lil D. This one I'm excited about. I like bars. Uh, I, to be honest, I thought he was. I thought he was older than when you told me his age. T- to be honest, you probably thought we were talking about you, Lil yeah. D, coming on. <laughs> Save your Lil D jokes. The kid's got bars. Yeah, 
He's got bars. I'm 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 excited about this interview. I uh, sit down and talk to him. You know, he just did the song with Bobby J. Shot the video. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, and I'm excited for him to come in because you know we talk about it all the time. We see kids out there. Some kids really do have bars. In this day and age, you can kind of get almost insta famous within the hip hop community if you're young, if you're under the age of like 15, and you can really really yeah. spit. Those viral videos happen, you know, that easily. Just if you're a little kid and you can spit. If you listen to his lyrics, he's not just good at rapping. There's some hilarious reference points. Reference points that we shouldn't even be getting. Yeah. That's why that's another thing I like about him is I like people that reference what I think is the golden era. You know, I like people that bring it back to that, you know, pop culture from that from that era. Exactly. Not just the golden era yeah. of hip hop, but the golden era. Well, what do you consider the golden era? Like the nineties. Late eighties, early nineties. I mean, he's the, making references from like the seventies. Yeah, I know. Classics. Exactly. Like references like I said, we shouldn't even get. Yeah. So who do you think it is? Before he comes down here, let's let's take a bet right now. Who do you think it is? Is it his older brother? Is it his father? Who is it that's drilling this in his head? His mom. You think it's his mom? I think his mom. All right. I guess we're gonna have to see me. I think it's his father. I've done a little yeah. digging though. Yeah. We'll find out. He'll be here soon. Also tonight, we have uh, our journalist, one of our sports contributors calling in. There's some great new articles out right now on the Ryanshow.net slash sports. Kevin Blakicki, formerly a student, I'm not sure where, some university down south. I believe some, it might have been University of South Allegedly, Carolina. He went, probably went to one class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> His friend went. He, he showed up to That's class. That's the qualifications you need here. Apparently. On the Ryan Show. Mac Daddy. You need to literally just go to a school. You need to know us. Yeah. Really, much. that's about it. Have an Instagram and know us. Have and... an Instagram or, or know somebody that knows us. Kevin is actually the brother of a uh, longtime friend of the show, Brian Blakicki. Much to his shame. Yeah. Uh, God bless him. God bless him. It's going to be interesting to hear him call in tonight because he is a sports freak. And you can see in those articles, look, we might have brought in some unknown names to be writers behind the scenes for some of these uh, different articles that we've got, but these guys are passionate, and once again, that's what matters. I don't care how knowledgeable somebody is and how great their writing is and whether or not they can spell words. If they can help you hit the next level. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, uh, my, well, my philosophy is is if uh, they'll kill you over the Yankees, then they should be a sports writer because yes. Mac Daddy will kill a man. Over his love for the New York Yankees. Um, and I'm sure Kevin would kill somebody over the New York Mets. So it's going to be interesting to have him call in. Did a great article. TheRyanShow.net slash sports. Check it out. Um, also, if you're a writer, now, like we said, now there's no better time to be writing for The Ryan Show. We're taking just about anybody. So if you can put a pen to paper and your fingers to a, a keyboard, you might just get the job. That's it. DM me at The Ryan Show on Instagram. I will respond. Unless you're sending me some garbage music. And on that note, I think it's time we play some real good hip-hop, right? I'm in the mood for some real hip-hop. That's what I wanted to bring up. It's good to, uh, you know, shout out to all our DJs that we have. I love, like, the, you know, the little... How you're all fired? ...team of DJs that we had, but I like that you're doing the music now. Just really? that you didn't have enough on your plate. Let's have you do the music now, too. Why not? Why not just overload it? But honestly, I haven't been happier. You know, I, once again, no disrespect, we've got a great team of DJs. Ian Hill, DJ Resnate. DJ K Bliss forever will be a Ryan Show DJ, yep. right? Um, great syndicator. Uh, what is it we're calling it? A great federation 
of DJs. The federation of DJs. <laughs> it's going to everything in federation now. I love it. But there's something about picking your own songs. I get it now. I see why, shout out to our, our dear friend Imp Amadeus. I get why Imp started DJing on top of everything else. Just like there's like this guy's doing everything in the world. Why not throw DJing in the mix too? Yep. I'm learning from the best folks. This is the Ryan Show FM, and we will be back very soon. Real hip hop. That's all we're giving you, folks. Let's get it.
My big brother, Big Lee, holding it down. Uh-huh. boy, baby, for you. life. We no. taking over. No doubt. Coming to a theater near you. Check it out. Check it out. Come on, check it. Make sure my mic is loud and my production is tight. Better watch me around your girl if you ain't. Wanna see me blow Flamboyant entertainment CEO Yo, the spotlight is mine It ain't his no more When we come home And live no more And I'm straight Keep a heart in the world Mind state I never lounge Where you find Jake Surprise Blind date L rhyme great And I'ma increase The crime rate For old time's sake Run with me And I'ma make you a star When me and my crew Hit the clubs We go straight to the bar Leave them empty I cruise through Harlem In the M3 Never pay for parties Say my name And I'm in free in vegas stays in vegas at least that's what i'm told i have to tell you i think you're i don't know if you're so much lucky that i'm not going on this trip vegas might be lucky that i'm not i think going my baby mama yeah. is lucky that you're not <laughs> going on this trip you know what i'm thinking about for like real socializing these past two weekends it's crazy for somebody like that, that likes the party if you have the money to be able to travel you got all-star weekend and then you got the biggest heavyweight fight in in years and like any time there's a big fight. The stars are out. And oh, it's yeah. in Vegas. This is going to be a crazy star started. Chicago right to Vegas. Yeah, that's it. Chicago to Vegas. I wish. Somebody, if you're out there, you want to sponsor me, I guarantee, bring me out. Let me party with your team. Well, it's a little too late because by the time that this broadcast is airing in a lot of different places, I'm going to be over in Las Vegas. So if you are listening to this broadcast of the Ryan Show FM, buy that ticket. What is it? I'd say fifteen hundred bucks right now, one way at this point in time. I don't know. Fight Check weekend it. like that, it's expensive. 
I just checked yesterday and it was eight hundred bucks a flight. Really? Yeah. Nice. Brutal. Well, someone's got that money for us. Yeah, Kraftburger Chris. Yep. You think I'm paying for my flight? You're out of your mind. Somebody in our team, uh, just won a loss. Just got their money right back from the government. Oh, that's right. And Mr. <laughs> Dawson should be out there soon. I wouldn't be surprised if he's out there too. So uh, yeah, get on our Twitter. This is one of those grand times that we should be using our Twitter at the Ryan Show NYC. Oh, you know what? We changed it. It's at the Ryan Show FM on Twitter. Go and uh, and let us know what should I be doing. This yeah. is my first ever trip to Vegas, and I'm really not sure I what I'm in Vegas. for. I love Vegas. I did a I think a four day trip. It was too much. The fourth day was overkill, but man, it was good times. Now, everything pretty much, is everything legal out there at this point? I know weed is legal out there. Prostitution is legal out there. Prostitution's legal out there. Weed, I'm not, I know when I was there, like weed and other narcotics on the strip, they're extremely, extremely strict about because so much other stuff can go on. What I found that- Well, weed is legal now. Yeah. What I found that was the craziest was that you can just walk anywhere on the strip with like a bottle of vodka in your hand and just be drinking. While walking the strip. So we were staying at the Luxor when I went. Nobody's giving you a hard time no, about that? you're allowed to. So there's no, there's I didn't no realize that container law. So like, that must be I was a just walking with a bottle of champagne. Just walking the strip with a bottle of champagne. It was like 11.30 in the morning. I went with a couple of our friends. Good old friend Nick. Friend Darren. Friend of the show. Uh, we were out there. I had other friends that were staying in, in the Venetian, which is up. I thought, I was thinking, yo, let's go see them real quick. Be a 20-minute walk. It's like a two-hour walk. Granted, I'm lit. We're walking. I was gonna the strip, say, what do you want? Talking, walking in place. I've been with you on yeah. some of those bender nights. Just drinking. At that time, I was just drinking. Really? Just, I was drinking enough, though. Yeah. Plus, I uh, I did Vegas wrong. I did it right. Yeah, you I need to there. have something to balance out the. But drinking. I was uh, I was with my ex at the time, and her friends. We were like 35 deep, though. It was good. Like we had good nights. All the fr- my friends, they lost all their money the first night. And just like pouted for the rest of the trip. Me, I was lit every night out. I'm gonna lose all of Kraft Burger Chris's money yes. the first night. You're gonna have fun though, especially lose fight weekend. Bit. I went. I didn't. I saw a couple of like really good DJs there every night. I well, went we out. gotta give a big shout out to uh, Posner Land first and foremost. Lance Posner yeah. is one of the great sponsors of the Ryan Show trip to Vegas. Anybody in the Hamptons knows who he is because he's always commenting on their posts. I think he goes through hashtag Hamptons and just leaves the the cool face. The cool emoji and this thumbs up on people's pictures. Shout out to Lance Posner and uh, his pose. The Posner pose. The, the Posner po- point, as he calls it. Go follow him on Instagram, at Lance Posner. If you want to see a, a guy that really knows how to party, he, he parties like a socialite, got to give a big shout out to our, our friend uh, and fellow entrepreneur, Lance Posner. Vegas, we're on the way once again. I hope you again. get into the fight. Well, I'm knocking on wood as I say yep. this, but I've pulled some strings. We'll see what happens. We'll see if I can get out there. I'm not going to be making this announcement yet, but I'm going to Vegas for a very important reason. It's a very big interview, but I don't want to count the chickens before they hatch. Yeah. So I'm going to do an NPR-style coverage of Vegas during the weekend of the fight. So I'm putting together almost a, almost an audio documentary. Like a best of Ryan's trip to Vegas. A best of, and we're going to be airing it right here on the Ryan Show FM. So it's something to look forward to, much like our next interview. Which I think it's uh, it's just about time. I can uh, almost hear him knocking on the studio door, Hamptons Dave. That's it. Let's bring it in. Real hip hop. Go check him out. Little D Raps. Check his Instagram. He's got a lot of following. He's got a lot of people that post his videos. Like people in the game that 
that you got to respect their their view. Michael Rappaport. Yeah, if Michael Rappaport love. is backing somebody up, they must be good. Folks, this is the Ryan Show FM, and we will return with the young legend, Lil D. Let's go. Pushing that baggy would have me hooked. I'm a pothead, everyone look and point your fingers at the bad guys with the cotton mouse and glass eyes. Huh. I'm that high, I'm blowing smoke clouds, got my head in the clouds. I'm that fly, Doc. What's up? Yo, you know how I bust, find me drunk up at the cannabis cup. For those who don't smoke, get the middle finger up. You smoke more than us. It's beginner's luck, my truck ride with five old eyes on it. It's like the blood when you ain't got five on it. I challenge any opponent who wanna smoke. We can puff till our voice get lower than tone low. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, ain't nobody smoking more than me up in here. Puff this, you'll get high off this here because this is for Nobody smoking more than meth up in here. Hey yo, bump this, you'll get high off this here because this is for I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. I start growing sour D's in my home garage. Now f's on the block say I'm on my job. Cause now I rock more chains than I'm a star. This my entourage, it's not HBO. A see me, she like, oh, there you go. You can smoke with the bro if you got a nice. With that, I'm high off a life. They tried to make me go to rehab. No, tell my BO that I ain't trying to let the back go. You can catch me in the whip pushing the seats back slow. My chick's a vegan, that means she off the meat rack, though. Look, ma, I'm eating, cause when it's time to get that dough, I sink my teeth in, then turn around and spit that flow. They call me beastin', I'm monster to boot. So in the cut, I leave them bleeding. Little swag with some Mrs. Dash and season. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't nobody smoking more than meth up in here. Hey, yo, bump this. Get high off this here because this is don't nobody smoke more than Doc up in here. Fuck this, she'll get high off this here because I got flavors, I'm major baby, sending the troops. That Johnny Blazier, leave ashes in your Timberland boots. Can't with haters, just mad I got a pocket of loot. I'm chasing papers, y'all trying to be your rock in my shoe. I'm a father, I don't drink with kids. These youngins thinking they hard, I think harder than they think they is. I'm about as proper as my English is, and hope I did my yeah. thing before I die for the things Yo, I did Everybody light it up and smoke with your man And cigarette smokers change your game plan Cause this is for all my 
Smokers, backwards, swishers, sweets, and Dutch rollers. Yeah, I pull over, start pulling out money. Cause I buy weed like a day for 20. You know what else is funny? I found was so gutter. I'm cheating, Charles, brother. Just got different muffers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, don't nobody smoke more than Doc up in here. Ain't no bump this, you'll get high off this here yeah. because Ain't nobody smoking more than meth up in here. Yo, bump this, you'll get high off this here because Stay quiet as death, 
for Kanye's choir rep. As I make another left, quiet I crap, quiet you slept. I'm back with the tech, like I never left. See, frivolous beef, forget you curiously shot. You with Keith, I think seriously not. I attack like a blue nose pit off gunpowder. And love to soup the beef up just like clam chowder. With my squad in the house, we misbehave. Get drunk and tongue kiss, just like flavor flavor. Say yes, yes, y'all, to the beat party having people guaranteed to be like having a ball. Hey, hey, we gonna do a little something like this, I say. You know what I'm saying, so I say. I say yes, yes, y'all, to the beat ball. Party having people guaranteed to be like having a ball. Hey, hey, hey. So let's do a little something like this. You know what I'm saying, so I said. And we are back, folks. You are listening live. This is The Ryan Show FM with your host, Ryan Vernell, and the New York City socialite, Hamptons Dave. That's We're here. Another day. Grace in the airwaves for everybody. All the boyfriends out there, take your phones at this moment <laughs> from your girlfriend and block Hamptons Dave on Instagram because you know he's on the way. We've got quite, uh, quite a night ahead of us, Hamptons Dave. It's good. It's always a good night, I feel like. It just gets better and better every week. But we're going to hit you with the real talent and the real bars first. I want to say we brought the best out first at yep. this point this evening. I I've waited a long time to have you on. And recently, and well, first off, I've got to introduce some ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Give it up for the one and only straight out of Coney Island, yes. Lil D in the building. What up? What up? What up? How we doing? Thank you for coming through, pulling up to the studio. Of course, Welcome man. Welcome to the pleasure. Ryan Show. You know the drill, bro. You know, Ryan, we've been going to a lot of bars lately. I like it bar heavy every episode we got. Someone could rap actual bars, not this mainstream It turned uh, to Jerry Springer for a while. Yeah. Not even a hip-hop show. There was a while here we were having down models and just psycho reality stars, but fights were breaking out, so we had, to, we had to bring it back to this. Mr. Cheeks disappeared for a few weeks, and that's what the show turned yeah. into. I love it. We had to get back to the roots. Probably would have loved it, honestly. Yeah, he would have loved it. Um, but Lil D's here. I waited a long time to have Lil D on. I've seen him over the years. I watched you. I didn't get to see you perform, but I heard of you that at the Bushwick Collective yeah. when I'd gone there with Mr. Cheeks that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw you recently with a dear friend of ours, Bobby yes. J. That's my guy, hundred percent. That, video, yep. that uh, I don't really remember how that came about. I think his manager uh, DM'd me about doing a joint, and you know I see Bobby J all over Instagram, and you know he's dope, and real has to support real. You know what I'm saying? So me and Bobby were talking, and we were like, let's get on this song. Neff produced the beat, yep. and uh, we just went off on it. You know, it, it was great. And the music video, you know, it's not out yet, but I'm going to let everybody know that music video. I saw it today for the first time. Nuts. Ooh. Yeah, so that's what I saw. The Instagram, you guys shooting that video and everything. You guys stop it. Roll. It was at Coney Island, right? Yeah, we filmed it at Coney Island. Uh, every music video I've done so far has been mm -hmm. at Coney Island. Nice. So. Did you guys hit the Rockaways? Because I know I keep saying Bobby J, but it's Bobby J from Rockaways. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we didn't <laughs> get to hit the Rockaways, which, you know, I, I kind of wanted that to happen because, you know, Fort Tilden over there, perfect place to shoot. But Yes, definitely. I, I, uh, I guess it was just a Coney Island feel for the song. That's all right, though. And, you know, it's yeah. all good. Yeah, especially next time me Bobby and Bobby J, J do a joint. Bobby J needs to get out of Rockaway for a little bit. Yeah, anyway. it's probably <laughs> like, <laughs> a nice day out for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, but I like the the bars. I I can't wait to see this video. You two, I just feel like just knowing how Bobby J raps and you know been following you lately. Just that that's it had to be good going together. That song had to be oh, fun to it's make. Insane. It's were you in the nuts. studio together when you made this song? We no? weren't. We didn't get a chance to be in the studio at the same time. But uh, he sent me his verse like first. I was just coming home from school and I got the verse. So you studied and it so you could body him. I was eating dinner and writing it at the exact same time. <laughs> 
because his verse was so dope that I had to be like, oh, yeah, you gotta bring something. Oh, oh my God, you know, like I gotta bring the bars. He's you know? nasty. Bobby he, he, is Bobby's nasty. dope. It, it's definitely a great song. And uh, everybody that that appreciates bars and appreciates me and appreciates Bobby J gonna yeah. love the song. So the listener, the listeners of this show really do appreciate hip hop. So I'm sure they will uh, definitely check it out. And you mentioned school. Yeah. So to those listeners that that have not been introduced to Lil D yet, first off, let's plug the IG because I know that when everybody's listening to these shows now, they're on their phones, they're distracted. Let's at least get them kind of on the same page, right? What's your Instagram so they could pull it out and, and take a look right now? My Instagram is Lil D Raps, L I L D E E underscore Raps. One more time, my Instagram is Lil D underscore Raps, L I L D E E underscore Raps. And I I send them there to to let them know that you are not. You say school, but this isn't college we're talking about. No, I'm in, in I'm in high school, but I started this like a year before I went to middle school. I've been doing this for a long time. I love the bio because I'm reading I'm reading up on the yeah. bio as I'm putting this together, and it says Lil D started rapping at the age of ten, <laughs> but he was recognized for his immense talent at the age of eleven. Yeah, what's it like to be eleven years old and have that type of skill set and those type of expectations? I'm gonna be honest with you, it was horrible because in middle school. <laughs> Uh, when you're a rapper and you have dreams and you want to become something more than everybody around you, there's a lot of hate going on. You know what I'm saying? At school, like or? at school, yeah. Everybody oh, around the me, closest oh, to you, hundred percent. Right yeah. I think that in middle school, I could name two, three people that were actually rocking with me the entire time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So everybody was just like not supporting my dreams at all. They did not want me to succeed and you know, that's expected from people because they don't really know how to react when somebody is trying to do something and become better than them at something. Not only, you know what I'm saying? It's beyond rap. It, when, when everybody's stuck in the same, I don't want to say hamster wheel, but you're all, you're all have the same set of circumstances. And when one person's doing something different and succeeding, it's just that, yeah. I don't want to say 100%. natural type of envy, but it seems to happen, right? No matter what skill set or, or field you're in. But you know what? I also do think that I wouldn't be me right now if it wasn't for those kids hating, telling me that I'd never make it. Because not only did I want to make it so bad because I love the culture so much. But you want to prove I see, them wrong. Yeah. yeah. I, I see that the culture is like, you know, changing. I want to keep it at a place and make it go better instead of going the other way. But that's not the only thing that motivated me. It was the thing... The thing that really motivated me was just the kids rubbing it in my face that I would never do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to rub it in these kids' faces. I'm going to make yep. them angry, you know? Make them wish that they supported me. Did this lead to a lot of like schoolyard battles? I, I, I had a couple. Nice. But at, that was at the beginning when nobody was jealous because they saw like a, a, a kid with glasses that was trying to rap. And they're like, ah, he, he's not going to be good. And they didn't even care. So they was like, yeah, this, yeah, that. Then I started rap battling kids just... <laughs> ripping them apart and you know everybody's like whoa this kid's got talent like yeah back up yeah that's the way to do it what got you into it like at 11 like what got you were you writing first did you start by just freestyling like I, just listening to it or i grew up since before i could talk i've been listening to hip-hop my okay. dad used to play hip-hop in the car all the time you know biggie smalls nas run dmc everything we used to drive anywhere that we were my dad was playing hip hop. Does in the he car. have bars? My dad doesn't have bars. My, my dad, a good, funny story about my dad is when he was a kid, he used to break dance a little bit. Oh, he used okay. to do some graffiti on the trains. Naturally, right? Growing up here, you got him. <laughs> yeah, but he, he definitely grew up around 
hip hop. Okay. Grew up loving hip hop. He went to go see uh, Beastie Boys and Run DMC on their Together Forever tour. Oh, okay. Uh, way back, you know, and he just loved it. it. It was something that was really a part of him. And, you know, when I was born, he passed that down to me. So all my life, I was surrounded by a culture of hip hop that one day, you know, why don't I try it? You know Did this saying? culture embrace you? It's, it's different when you're when you're at school and these kids are they around did. you. Like, yeah. It, it, there, I started on this platform on Instagram called Cypher Circuit, and it was a platform where every week they would drop a old school hip hop beat. They would say, "All right, drop a sixteen, top ten sixteens. We're gonna talk about on our podcast." Then they used to have like ciphers in Philadelphia and stuff. So you know that community that I was surrounded with loved me, like loved my talent, loved the way I was rapping at the age of twelve and the age of eleven. And, you know, it, it was refreshing because as much as I had it on one side where everybody was like, you're not going to do it, you're not going to do it, I had a whole corner of people who wanted me to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it balanced you. out. So it, it did embrace me from the very beginning. And even right now, now that, you know, a few years have gone by, mm -hmm. even back then you had bars. You can YouTube some of, the, yeah. uh, some of your freestyles from back when you were 11, 12 years old. Crazy. Your content has only gotten nicer. How would you say it's changed, though, your sound in the past few years? Besides, of course, your voice changing, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. imagine that's tough to, mm -hmm. to adjust to as well. Uh, the thing that changed was my skill with bars um, and my, I guess my experience in life. Because back then, I didn't have as much experience in life as right now. So right now, I can write deeper stuff. You know, I could write things that I wasn't able to write before. And I also know more about everything you know, because that's what you do. I was going to say, older, naturally, as you get older, as especially get older, at the age you're at, you, you learn your vocab's going to get better too. Hundred yeah. percent. You learn things and new words every day, yeah. and you know my my skill and everything just got better as I grew. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So like, I listen back to verses when I was younger. And people are like, oh, that's dope. But I can't even look at it as dope because yeah, what I'm doing right now yeah. is just so much more complex than that, you know? And it's going to keep going. You're just going to keep, yeah. Every verse that I write, I want to do something better. Like if the verse before wasn't as good with bars, the next verse is going to be better bars. So your main focus is bars. Do you ever focus on, on writing a song and song structure? Yeah, but when I tend to write songs like storytelling songs it ends up being like too crazy stuff that i don't want to release not because it's not good because it, it, it's really good stuff but you know i just don't feel like i'm ready to disclose that with the public yet you know what i'm saying yeah. uh -huh. so in I, I did write one song though that's like a really a song song and it, it's adhd it's on my ep that i dropped and it's it talks about the, str the struggles of growing up having adhd you know i think we all have that right i think yeah. most people in show is at least all of us, us and our friends do so what was how how does it help you? How do you find that hip hop and being able to rap helps you with your, with ADD or ADHD? ADHD, ADHD. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I guess when I was younger and I had ADHD, it used to drive people away because I was very hyperactive when I was younger. And you know, when you're a kid in elementary school, and you know there are people that are just trying to lay back and I'm all up in everybody's face being all hyper and stuff. You know, that drives people away. You know what I'm saying? But I guess rapping and doing my hip-hop brought people to me not looking at me as Daniel, but instead looking at me as Lil D. And then when they stuck around for the fact that I was Lil D, they realized, oh, this kid's a nice kid. You know, and it kind of... The ADHD didn't really matter anymore. Who was it that gave you the idea to start rapping? 
Was it you that you just were listening to it? It, it was me. I was I was in my room one day and I was just bopping hip hop as usual. And you know what? I had a notebook in front of me and I was like, you know what? Let's write something. Let's go. Damn. Let me try. And it, where I ran outside to the living room, I showed my <laughs> parents, my dad. My mom doesn't really understand it. She yeah. listens to hip hop from time to time, but my dad is the hip hop guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's the one that introduced me to it and loved it growing up and like shared the love of hip hop with me growing up. So when I showed it to him, he was like, you know what? It's not a bad idea. And from that moment on, he supported me every step of the way. And he never helped you with the writing in any way? Never. Because, you know, I hear a lot of kids, and I wonder that. Sometimes I hear these kids, like, and I wonder, like, somebody was, had to be writing these lyrics for them, especially I, when they're way younger. I have never let my dad write a lyric for me. And it's because, you know what, I grew up listening to artists like Biggie and Nas and Big L and Eminem. And, you know, these people are such lyricists. What's a lyric if you didn't write it? Yeah, if it didn't come from you. If it didn't yeah. come from you, what's the point? Like, I understand in other genres, like pop and rock and stuff, like, your voice is the talent. Your singing voice is the talent. So if you're not writing your music, I guess it's justified in that area. Hip-hop for me, not for right now what's going on, hip-hop for me has always been about the fact that these people are writing their lyrics and they're coming with the dopest bars that they have. If somebody else is writing your bars for you, you should choose a different profession because what's yeah. the point of hip-hop if you're not writing your own bars? It's a lot of the people making money now, though. 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But... You know what? That's the problem. I'm not doing it to make money. I'm doing it yeah, because I love it. Yeah, because that's your passion, definitely. And you know what? If if I were, I could tell I just the way you talk about it. Hundred percent. Like I love it. Uh, I couldn't live without hip hop. And you know, I'm doing it because I love it. I'm doing it because I love the culture. I'm doing it because I love the people within the culture, and I just want to add to that culture, and and bring something to the table for that culture. And where other people will do it for money or to make money, I'm doing it. Because I love it naturally. Until just, you're paying your own rent yeah. and kind of pay those bills, I'm all for it, man. I love it. I love the spirit. Doing it for the culture, like they say. That's 100%. it. 100%. The love of the game. And I guess with that type of love for the culture, it will prevent you from ever, uh, from ever selling out and making songs that are uh, you know, not you. Like you said, if it's, if it's coming from you and your lyrics... That's why I listen to hip hop. Yeah, I'm not like some gangster rapper that comes from the hood. I'm a white boy from the Hamptons, mm -hmm. but it's a certain energy yep. that is transferred to me when I listen to certain artists, especially when I hear about their story. And yeah. when, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and it's that type of energy that uh, that I can not necessarily relate to, but it uh, it motivates me. That's what I love about. Yeah, it. I mean, I grew up the same thing with you. My older brother was nine years older than me, and you know, growing up in like it was probably around like ninety. 293 I was probably like 4 or 5 where I really started listening to it his room was right next to mine yeah I would go right over and he would start playing Hot 97 in the morning or play tapes for me Biggie was the, that was the, that era I grew up in Biggie's and I've been hooked literally since the same just caught me that yeah I love it man that's why I love it, the bars and everything and I mean I've seen I've been checking up on you you've been lucky enough to you've played some good stages you've been on some good stages yeah. rock so I'm rocking that out Vanilla so Ice far. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy <laughs> night. I love that night. That night's always going to be in my good graces and my favorite memories because you know what? Um, you know, out of nowhere, Vanilla Ice started following me, sending me videos, telling me, yo, you're dope. Keep going. You know, we're supporting you out here. And that alone is crazy because it's Vanilla Ice. You know what I'm saying? But oh, yeah. Then when he, he, he texted me on Instagram and he was like, yo, uh come through and chill at Radio City tonight, right? 
And I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. And he's like, oh, yeah, and wear something nice because you're going to come on stage with me. <laughs> like, that's a dream come true, yeah, you wild. know? Like, it was always my dream to perform at Radio City. That's one of the many stages that I always wanted to perform at. And to do it alongside Vanilla Ice and have Biz Markie and Chub Rock and Slick Rick on the side watching me. Some of my favorite artists that I grew up listening to, you know, and having me come off the stage after and then, like, they're saying, yo... That was mad dope. Keep going. You know, it, it, it motivates you and it makes you so it's happy. It's not only you know? the golden era artists that are embracing you, too. I saw you perform with Benny the Butcher. Yeah. yeah. So you've got some of these really street dudes that are embracing you. And it's because you're doing, you're living, you're, you're, you're rapping your it's true self, talent. essentially, right? And it's the talent. You the could, talent yeah. is, is, Benny is a Benny is a great guy. Before that show at SOB's, I was downstairs in the basement at SOB's, and Benny was just giving me an hour conversation, just laying down advice. Do this, do this, and it'll be better. Don't stop this. Don't do this. You know, just from his experience in the game, he was giving me all kinds yeah. of knowledge that I didn't have before. You know, and... You hear his music and you think that he he'll, he might be like a really rugged guy, but I guess as I said before about me and Bobby J, real respects real. At That's the end it. Yeah, he he was a great guy and he gave me all kinds of advice. I love that they've really developed their own style of boom bap. The whole yeah. Griselda team, each of them yeah. has their love entirely Griselda. own sound, their own flow that they've developed. Yeah, it's like it's, I think it's definitely good for hip hop what they're doing. And it's good that they're getting cosigns from people like Jay Z and Eminem, Everybody. Rihanna, Rihanna, types of A list. Fifty Cent, Drake just yeah. it came out. All kinds of people, you know, letting these people shine. It's definitely good for the state of hip hop. It's you know what it is. We live it's in a, a step day in and the age. right direction. Yep. It's a day and age where we have a very short attention span. It's not yep. just you; it's all of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, the entire, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's almost like microwave talent. I look at some of these Instagram comedians and they might have like one or two really, really funny videos, mm -hmm. but it's just a lot of attempts. And I mean, where do you draw the line? Should you focus on content and creating really quality content or just a whole bunch of content? And I feel like it kind of, it's most things. It's not just this Instagram comedy. That's a small scale. I think it's hip hop too. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of one to, I feel like the direction of music is going to shorter songs. 100%. Yeah. So how are you going to adjust to this as somebody that focuses on the lyrics and focuses on the I, true talent behind it? Well, I grew up on listening to albums because they were yeah. albums. Album, yeah. An album is supposed to take you to a different place. An album is supposed to be song after song, banger, banger. Not banger necessarily, just a good song that, that fits the aesthetic of the album. Well, you, you see, Yeah, I'm you saying? can see what the so, artist wants to do. Uh, with, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy or... A ready to die or an illmatic or any albums along that line it takes you to a different place and even even albums right now like the Pusha T album that recently dropped and you know even as we were just talking about Griselda yeah. Yeah. like these albums are taking you to a different place and song after song it's giving you the same feeling and it might not be about the same topic but it gives you the same feeling that's what an album is to me if you're quantity over quality i can't listen to you because if you're just putting out an album with songs that you think are going to be good for the radio that's not what an album is that's a collection of singles there's been a few great albums over the past yeah. few years but back i want to just say the 90s but forever that's how you had you had to put out a good album yeah you didn't have a shot at just putting out all these singles and hoping that one of them hits. that's the so internet though at this point because now you can make mixtapes and just drop freestyles and everything and get to people right away as which is which does benefit yeah. like for instance your freestyles mm -hmm. on instagram yeah definitely had to spark a lot of things they for you. did yeah. instagram you know instagram's not the same anymore but old instagram 
was the greatest thing ever. Yep. Because and what do you mean by that? Old, old what is Instagram, it that there's an algorithm now where they show it to a small amount of the viewers. And if they're interacting with it well, the first like viewers that they're showing it to, then they show it to a larger group and then a larger group and then a larger group. You know, it used to just be you just posted it. It's going on somebody else's feed. So when I would post my raps, you know, people used to repost stuff. People used to do this, that, this, that. It showed up on all my followers' feeds. And then it eventually got to Michael Rappaport. And then Michael Rappaport posted it on his page. And then it got to Lord Finesse and Vinny Paz. And then they posted it on their page. And I went from 7,000 followers when I woke up that morning to 22,000 followers when I went to sleep that night. And then it went on, it went on like that over and over again where my stuff was showing up on everybody's feed up until maybe this summer. Yeah. How did it feel that morning when you woke up and saw that jump? It, it wasn't even... The greatest thing was it wasn't in the morning. I woke up, I look on my phone. <laughs> oh, 7,000. I look on my phone at lunchtime in a middle school full of kids that don't support my music. And... It was a good day. Yeah. You sat on the cafeteria. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. I, 100%. And Love that. All the teachers were trying to get me down, and I told them what happened, and they were like, oh, okay, do your thing. That and I remember one kid else. said to me, oh, Lil D thinks he's the ish, right? Because FM radio, I'm not trying to curse. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Sorry, we have a great editor. Uh, he, I was like, think that I'm the, I'm the sh. I've been the sh. That's it. Love that so, attitude. And the whole day, every class, we're trying to learn stuff. I'm scrolling through my phone. Yeah. Just watching it grow, grow, Love grow. That. More every hour, every hour, every hour. I owe it to Rappaport. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I really do. Yeah, he, Rappaport is a ever, real supporter. Sparked, yeah. Not he only a real... He just says it how it is. I love Mike Rappaport's Instagram. He's a Some great of the guy. Better I love Michael Rappaport. He's great. <laughs> Rappaport yeah, is great. podcast, too. The yeah. I Am Rappaport podcast. podcast. You know what? There's so many podcasts out there that just, like, I can't with this podcast is gold gold yeah. every episode you know you don't even have to necessarily be accustomed to what he's talking about every episode is genius because he's just a guy like that where he, he makes me laugh he makes me listen gives me new opinions on things it's a perfect podcast you that's know? the beauty and of just the podcast like i, I, I love supported Rappaport. him the greatest thing was he was supporting me times 10 you know, yeah, it, it, it was a beautiful thing. And someday you'll be able to support somebody that's talented too. I, when you can I, shine a light on it. Like that's that. why I do songs with everybody that I think has good bars or, 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 you know, at least talk to them on Instagram and just exchange numbers or whatever. Because you know what? I like to, I like to surround myself with people that are doing what I'm doing. Real hip hop. Yep. And you know what? We're going to leave off on this note because I want to get back and ask you about other kids your age and to see if they are doing what you're doing. We're going to mm. go play some of your music though first. Mm. So let's hit him. What is it we should hit him with first? Old, you think an old school maybe? Yeah, let's hit him with old school first. All right. So follow Lil D on Instagram while we're on this break and be ready for some real hip hop, folks. It's time. Lil D raps on Instagram, correct? Yep. All right. There you go. Give there that you a have follow. It. Like. Post, repost, comment. 100%. Show the Instagram algorithm who's yeah, boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're going to beat this algorithm. We're going to beat the algorithm, and we're going to put our middle fingers up to Instagram, and that's, that's it. it. That's it, like we've Love been that. doing. Folks, this is The Ryan Show FM, and put your middle fingers up towards Instagram during this commercial break. <laughs> we'll be back. I grew up on that old school school. Slitter D. 
rap culture, honest me, honestly, I'm a prodigy I'm out of goat, possibly riding rather than an odyssey behind the G And I run this whole democracy, I chill in school geology, astronomy, biology I'm well known from Arizona down to South Dakota Lyrical genius for my music, get a mad diplomas My raps are colder than a polar bear that has pneumonia My balls are sick and they caught it Rappers can't outrap me, leave the fools with laryngitis You think you have a clue about me, you don't have the slightest Do the math about my lyrics, you can add a minus I'm spinning venom, I would hate for you to catch a virus I'm just standing here, building my rep, killing the rest Y'all don't like me, you bitches is death I'm the top priority, you who they listen to less Like sway handwriting with these five fingers in death Homie, you can't even get by me If you were Talib Kweli, send a message, this is 82 I'm a rat like Melly, got more kills Than the done daughter had in belly, this my ghetto gospel Praying to the Machiavelli And you should know that this ain't nothing new Bringing old school to new school like a Uncle Drew I grew up on that old school block big Illmatic flow like I'm on my notch I'm getting paid in full looking like I'm rockin' Mama said knock you all out, James Scott Smith I grew up on that old school block big Illmatic flow like I'm on my notch I'm getting paid in full looking like I'm rockin' Mama said knock you all out like James Scott Smith I'm a public enemy to show I'm a bum rush Mad garbage, it belongs in a dump truck If you ever win a battle, that shit would be dumb luck And my G's in a unit, 50 and young buck Spinning through your cranium, doing shows at the stadium I'll be going hard till my face is made of titanium Ripping at your heart and my dinner will be an atrium Making dollars like Damien Duncan in this gymnasium Like Big L, I'm spitting the flames Killing your gang cause I'm rapping with the criminal sling Rap like back in the day, but things are done change I take engine number 9 and I pick up the train I'm the lord of finessing so I'm hip to the game when I step up on the stage, all the kids go insane I got love for Rihanna and this shit on the brain If you disrespect the flames, you'll be limping in pain uh, I grew up on that old school pop big Illmatic flow like I'm on my notch I'm getting paid in full, looking like I'm rocking Mama said knock you all out, James Scott Smith I grew up on that old school pop big Illmatic flow like I'm on my notch I'm getting paid in full, looking like I'm rocking Mama said knock you all out, like James Scott Smith I grew up and we are back folks you are listening live this is the ryan show fm so don't curse hamptons dave all right shut the beep there we go at least you edited it yourself this time Great like, editor. See, <laughs> shut the beep. Ryan is our editor, also. So if he's annoying me, I always like to pepper in a nice little couple curses. So when he has to go back and listen, he has to, you know, really try to edit. Some it. heavy nose breathing. <laughs> yeah. He likes to like rub his beard on the on the microphone. He knows. No, no the beard doesn't go by the mic. I don't put. A, don't. Who knows who's been in this microphone by this microphone? Especially during those live show days. <laughs> yeah. Lord have mercy. Um, well, yeah, music by Lil D, just fire, dude. Honestly, old school. Old school. Yes, sir. And who produced that song? Marco Polo. Yeah, Marco that one was Polo. Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. All right, and uh, and this is off of the uh, the new EP. Yeah, it, it's not really new. It came out last April, but it's off my EP, Another Day on the Island. Uh, it's a yeah, it's a five song EP. Every song is pretty dope. My old school has to be my favorite song on the whole thing. Where would you say that EP takes you? We were talking earlier about how albums back in the day take mm-hmm. you to a certain place. Where does it take you? That EP, there's a few songs on that EP that take me somewhere, but there are other songs on that EP that don't. Um, 
you know, I just feel like EPs are just things like mixtapes and stuff where it, it, it showcases your talent. Yeah. You know, my thing with that entire thing is I, I just can't wait to make an album because when I make an album, it's going to take people somewhere. But old school, and I guess a couple other songs on the EP, it takes you to an old school place, things that aren't necessarily heard too much today. And then there are a couple other songs that give you a couple different feels. A lot of but old I don't feel like there's one big feel of the entire album. I feel like every song has a different feel. It's like you said, it's an EP. Yeah. It's not yeah. an album. It's not an album. So, you know, I was just doing it to show people I got something out I'm not playing and I'm coming. That That's what it was. Which, according to the last song, I think we can hear it. Um, so... Um, when it comes to your album, do you have any ideas for, for what you're going to do with it? I have, right now I have about maybe four songs for what I want to be my album. Uh, I'm going to call it Lil Matic. Okay. Oh, that's hard. Lil Matic, I like that. Is a good because name, right? it's combining what's going on today with what was going on back in the day, and it's bringing it together, like kind of like a middle child type thing. And not like the J. Cole song. I'm just talking about in general, like yeah. a uh, something in the middle of that. Quick uh, fun fact, Illmatic was the uh, the uh, first album by Nas, but to those that uh, that really know their hip-hop, it was actually created by our own Tragedy Gaddafi. Yep. And he's going to be releasing a shirt and a sweater this year that says Illmatic on it, which I believe will be controversial. I'm sure some people will be uh, leaving some comments. He's... That's, but you could just tell, like, if you listen to Traj, if you go back and listen to Traj, you can see the era, that era of Queens comes right from Traj. Like, oh, his yeah. style is just peppered. Like, you listen to Nas, you could see where he got it from. And on that note, where do you think that your sound originated from? Is there a certain area in particular, considering it from Coney Island? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, definitely. Uh, and, and a little bit of Queens. Definitely those two boroughs were the most influential boroughs to me. Because all my favorite artists, mostly all my favorite artists come from Brooklyn. And then, you know, a bunch of the other ones come from Queens. You know, I, I've stated a couple times over this interview, Biggie and Nas are like two of my favorites. And Nas for me is like Kevin James, King of Queens. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. But Biggie is... I love un Kevin. Love King of Queens. Undoubtedly, that's great. undoubtedly the King of Brooklyn for me, and then Jay Z and a over bunch of Jay -Z. other. Over Jay Z. Yeah. Now, why, why do you choose Biggie over Jay Z? Um, I choose a lot of people over Jay Z, and it's not because I I don't feel that Jay Z is one of the greatest. Because nobody can argue over the fact that Jay Z is undoubtedly one of the greatest rappers of all time. I just feel like when I was growing up, I was more surrounded by. Biggie than Jay-Z so when I listen to Jay-Z I listen to music that I wasn't listening to all the way back that completely influenced my style but Biggie was there Biggie was the guy for me and, it's just a uh, shame Biggie never and, got uh, and I was gonna say only I, I can't state Manhattan as an entire borough that influenced me because you had Mace and Diddy and they were dope but they didn't influence me at all Big L Big L Lamont Coleman I saw you posted it. Influenced me probably the most out of every artist. He's but if a lot I'm of going, that flow. That yeah, that's the one you could, he was the one that influenced say, everything. Yo. But if I had to choose two, a borough, it would have to be like Brooklyn and Queens. 
Okay. Because like I, I would say the I would say Wu Tang Clan, but I can't say the entire Staten Island. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a bunch of different people from a bunch of different places. It's hard to choose one area. You know, it's one thing to like know a bunch of old school rappers and to know a bunch of hip hop music, but you just understand. More so the culture of America. All the references that I hear in your songs are throwbacks to, like, you know, like we said earlier, refer- uh, wrestlers in the 70s. Just, you, you really have, uh, like, the cult- pop culture uh, yeah. down. Yeah. That's because my dad, again, you know, I grew up watching movies that were from that era. I grew up listening to music that was from that era. It's just the best era. It's just, it really is. 90s and if is the I, best golden era. era. Yeah. If I could have a time machine and... I was on some Back to the Future stuff. Uh, I would go back to the 90s. I'll go back to the 80s. And I'd even go back even a little further just to experience that whole soul, doo-wop, Motown gonna, era. If you went back to the 90s, do you think that you'd be as nice as you are right now? Without the influences of Nas <laughs> and Biggie. I think I would be very famous right now if I went back to the 90s. And, you know, I'd be up there. But I also feel like, you know what? If I was born in the 90s, I wouldn't be able to be influenced by all these people. You're standing on the shoulders of giants right now. So rap has just come so far at this point. It's developed technically. Uh, I would still have like Run DMC and Rakim. But like the people that would be beside me are the people that I grew up listening to that influenced my style. So I think that I would be really popping and I would still have the lyrics that I have today. I just don't think that I would be me. Necessarily, yeah. It'd be a whole but if I had a time machine though, yeah. where I could be myself right now and go back to the '90s, I would be right there, standing next to all of these guys. I, I love the confidence. I was just gonna say it's the best part. Is hip hop to me? It is. That's the you need that confidence. And to be clear, I'm not saying I'm better than any of these guys because you know I I grew up on. That's gonna be our clickbait. But Lil D says he's better than Nas <laughs> and Jay Z. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. Give you. But like that's Vlad. where Vlad. that's yeah. where <laughs> I I feel like I would not be above them, but I would be beside them. That's what I'm saying. There you have it. You gotta love the confidence. You gotta love the confidence. Yep. Another thing I do want to get into as well is uh, is school. I remember when I was 15, 16, I couldn't wait to get out of school. I couldn't. I would do anything. To have uh, parents that would have allowed me to drop out and not whoop my ass <laughs> at the time, um, I got to admire that. Even you know you're you're able to do all of this, the career in showbiz, and progress like this. Keep doing all these different shows, writing all this material, yet somehow being able to balance out school. How do you do it? School isn't necessarily hard for me. Uh, I feel like I, I do have ADHD, but my focus has definitely gotten better over the years, and I feel like. Just like how I put all all this work into rap, I put the work into school. It's like, you know, rap is something that I love to do and school was just something that I had to do. But now that I'm in high school and I'm in a high school that I, I really like, you know, it, it, it became second nature to me at this point. You say you have ADHD. Mm. I blame a lot, of, uh, a lot of the music that kids listen to these days. And if you look throughout history on the drugs that kids are using... I feel like a lot of kids are on Zantax and Zannies. Mm-hmm. Zantac, Zantac, whatever the hell it's called. They have heartburn. That's <laughs> <I say> Zantac. <laughs> Zantac. <laughs> and that stuff's bad for you too. Yeah. I just read that. Stuff. Know, it's not yeah, good they, either. Yeah. Cancer causing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so Zannies. Um, I mean, I don't think that you're using. It doesn't seem like you're using any of these no, weird depression no, medicines. No, 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 no. 
I don't take any medicine for my ADHD. I used to, but medicine for ADHD, would you rather be hyper or a zombie? That's what it is. Good point. I don't want to be a zombie. I'm not a zombie. You know what I'm saying? No, that's, I, that's great. I remember I, my parents were giving, and I stopped taking it kind of on my own. I feel like it's we've come to a, a that's that's exactly a good point that you made. Yeah. Would you rather be a zombie or would you rather be a hyperactive? I feel like it's better to just be natural in general. Yeah, 100%. Do uh-huh. you think that getting off of uh, the ADD medicine or ADHD yeah, medicine, yeah, yeah. do you think it helped your rap abilities or do you think that? I, I got off it before I started rapping, I think. But, you know, I, the ADHD definitely helps me. Because it gives you a different way of thinking. And I think that's why so many people that, that we love in music in general have come out to say that they had ADHD growing up. It, it gives you a different way of thinking. It makes the way your brain works special. And like my memorization skill probably comes from my ADHD. My skill to write rhymes like I can and my skill to think the way I do comes from ADHD. I was going to say probably sitting down and writing probably helps your adhd too i feel like just yeah. putting your mind towards something it works calming both you down, ways. it's like almost yeah. like that's like you're almost like a safe place where you can go to just sit down and really like get not worry about that's running also around also another reason why i started because because yeah. i did state that my adhd was driving people away from me hip-hop became my best friend hip-hop was the thing that made me wake up in the morning and be like instead of being like oh i gotta go deal with this bs again in school it made me go i'm about to bring this rap notebook to school and write as much as i possibly can you know it it, it gave me a reason for life you know what i'm saying hip-hop is i I would be nowhere without hip-hop you hear that kids out there instead of you know a lot of kids out there may face some uh some uh bullies or whatever else at school just drop some bars on them that's it that's it body them lyrically 100 percent. so in europe Kids drop out of school <laughs> at a very young age if they have money coming their way. Yeah. If they become a professional athlete. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if this offer does come, it seems like you really actually care about school and educating yourself. Yeah. But the the school thing also helps me because, you know, you're learning about things in school, things that you wouldn't necessarily learn outside, like... When you're scrolling through Instagram, you're not going to learn about the Black Plague. It just doesn't happen. Like, well, you there's, learn- there's this great site called Infographics. I don't know if anybody knows about these YouTube infographics, but I think I could have skipped school entirely if it weren't for this YouTube channel. It's just like a natural way where I learn vocabulary words and I learn things that happened in history and, and things overall that I didn't know the day before. And I have a folder in my phone just of things to write down that I learned throughout the day, and then I go home, and then I put them into my raps, you know? Wow, like, so that's the, uh, that's, you hear that, rappers? We got to start uh, also putting these mumble my rappers school, back in school, I go to Edward R. Murrow High School in Brooklyn, which if you live in Brooklyn and you're into music, I 100% say do your best to get into Murrow. It's a great school for music because there's a program called uh, the Music Tech Program in Murrow, and they teach you how to produce and engineer. Oh, okay. So you're not only rapping, you're... you're I am, am, nobody's ever heard the, uh, like people have heard behind the scenes, but nobody, the public has not heard any beats that I've made yet, but I have started producing. Who's, who would you say it sounds like? Is it your own sound or is there a certain producer that your music is sounding like so far in these early stages of producing? Not really, not yet, but my goal is to be just Blaze. Ooh, some level. of those epic horns yep. and all right, nice. Because like I love Kanye West. Kanye West. 
Kanye West is my favorite producer, but the old I just feel like I yeah. The old Kanye, he still got it a he little bit. He got it. I know, I know, I know. Put out the best album. This Quick, year, I'm needed. actually going. I'm going to see Kanye at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I can't wait to nice. see this. Is it a is it a gospel? It's, it's a gospel. gospel yeah, nice. it's him and Joel Osteen. That's gonna be holy day. Something Dave. else. Yeah. But you know, I feel like my producing style would not be like Kanye. I feel like it would be more like Just Blaze. I, I want to be the guy who makes like the crazy ass beats. You know, the beats that make everybody go, "Oh my god!" Oh, do the whole thing. Yeah. So, I want to ask you so many things, but unfortunately, we're limited by time. Yeah. Uh, I did notice this. I noticed that your IG bio now says, I, "Is it your real name, Danny James?" Is this hinting my at name some is sort Dan- of a- my name is Daniel James, but you know, nickname Danny Danny James. Is this hinting at maybe some sort of a name change that might be coming up? Or? Yeah, it is. Because yeah, you know what, Lil by itself is corny. And then you add Lil D at the end of it. And let's just not beat around the bush and say that that's, that's not the most horrible thing that you could ever name yourself in the world. You know what I'm saying? Definitely before the followers, it definitely did not help me with the ladies either. But, you know, it's time to outgrow it. And No pun intended. No. <laughs> but it's time to, it's almost time to evolve out of that name. Of course, of course. Because there's only been a few Lils in history at all who I've really liked. Lil Fame is dope. Lil Kim, Lil Wayne. You know, but then there's a bunch Lil of... Lil Peep. Nah. <laughs> nah. Lil Zans. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lil Zans. Lil Zans. Zans. Zans is good. Oh, my Lord. So, does it, uh, so are there any kids, I want to say kids your age, but of these so-called mumble rappers, are there any that you find yourself listening to? Yeah, a few. Um, I like A Boogie. He's not a mumble rapper. He's more of like a melodic rapper. But, you know, I feel like he originated that whole type of sound and everybody's robbing his sound and jacking his sound when there was a time like in 2016, 2017, where this was the only guy making this type of music and that's why I liked it. It was something different. Now it's flooded. You have Lil TJ, Lil Tekka, Lil Tracy, all these guys. There's Lil's. All the Lil's. They're taking A Boogie's thing and running with it. Even like future everybody fetty wop and and designer like they they took this guy's style and they ran with it i love designer it's Desi- one of my guilty pleasure designer is cool but you know what like Design when i listen i i listened to future at the beginning and you know songs like wicked and mask off and stuff like that and commas and everything like i found myself really bopping to it because it was the only thing like that and then designer came out with panda and fetty wap had his whole thing and it's like it it, it floods it and it ruins it how about fivio foreign that's like the new sound yeah that's the new sound um do you vibe with fivio foreign at least they're putting brooklyn i I I remember I remember Chef G was the first one to do it. Uh, I'm probably going to get a little crap thrown my way for saying that. But I just remember before it all happening, I just remember Chef G's name. And then, Hot takes. And then there was Pop Smoke. And that song he, is he, tough. Let's he, be honest. He, that's your song. He, he was a, I like that song, Christopher Walking. That that's my favorite Pop Smoke song. I listen to that song. I, does it sound exactly like his other songs? I oh yeah, like all the songs album, sound the his, same. His whole album I feel, sounds no, the same. There's something different about that song where there's like a little thing in the back. 
Oh, of I the do beat. Know that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> but he's like, it, it, it's a little different. So I like that song. And then there's a whole list of people yeah. who took the sound and ran with it. I, I rock with like three people that do that. Do you think that your sound is someone is something that people can can mimic and then go out and just start copying? I don't think it's. I'm. I I, I listened to an era where everybody was kind of doing the same thing as in being dope with bars but they all had something a little different i feel like i'm gonna have something a little different and i don't necessarily want people to copy what i'm doing with the little different but i want people to copy what i'm doing in the sense where they're going to actually spit real bars have punchlines. because i'm not of course everybody wants to be the best but I would be also 100% fine with not being the best and being surrounded by people that I feel are my competition. I don't want to be in a world where everybody's doing the exact same thing or, you know, and nobody's don't really paying to attention radio, to then. the lyrics. Yeah, I was going to say, turn off high yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it gets so annoying <laughs> sometimes. All right, so on that note, you are a connoisseur of hip-hop. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know all the old, like I want to say the old guys. You know the greats. Who would you say is the nastiest lyricist in hip hop? I know you've mentioned Nas and Biggie as your favorite, but who, technically speaking, of all time, not dead, like dead or alive? Not, not dead or yeah, I'm sorry, dead, dead or, or alive. alive. Anybody, the, technically speaking, the greatest rapper of all time, according to Lil D. Big L. Nas was afraid of Big L. That's a fact. It's stated everywhere. Um, I think a lot of people were. A lot of people were definitely afraid of Big L. That's why they killed him. No. That's it. He Ooh, was the man. So- he was the guy. You know what? Every time I listen to a Big L song, every two bars, I'm jumping out of my seat. He, it, it's, it's unprecedented. Nobody does that. You know, like there are songs where there were fillers. I could listen to the lifestyles of the poor and dangerous and the big picture without skipping one song. And this was before the guy's prime. And if he would have not been killed and lived through his prime, I would be, I'm going to be hundred percent honest. Eminem, Jay-Z, all these people that we praise as the greatest rappers of all time right now could not shine his shoes. He's the uh, greatest. That's my, I mean, he, was, he was nice, but I don't, I got to say, Eminem, I, Eminem. Say, I, 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 I say, I'm not even the biggest I say, fan. I say right now, Eminem, because Eminem was given the chance to live and evolve. Big uh, L wasn't. Big L died before though, his prime. Just, and at the beginning of Eminem's career, he was on a whole different vibe. You know what I'm saying? He was talking about killing his mother. And Infinite. And, and, Do you know uh, Infinite and, by Eminem? And, and, yeah, I know that song. He, he, was, he was talking about killing uh, his wife in front of his daughter and throwing her in the ocean. Like, it's some crazy stuff. I was just listening and, to that song, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> That's the jam, but <laughs> it's it's always going to be the jam. But I feel like at the beginning, you know, you see what could have been something so great. And, you know, you can't necessarily say it, but in my mind, it's always going to be. He wasn't given the chance to yeah, be the greatest. One. But in my book, even though he wasn't given the chance, what he put out in his short time still makes him the greatest in my mind. There's your argument from Lil D as to why Big L is the greatest MC lyrically. I mean, I, I, as a kid, I felt the same way. And then as time went on and more bodies of work came out, because remember, when I was 15, 16, I thought the exact same way. I thought Big L was the nicest rapper. Yeah. I've always been Jay. Reasonable Doubt Jay, always, the first... My, eventually, Jay-Z replaced Big L for two, me when I was I around know. 17, Just, 18 years old. Have you guys ever heard The Graveyard? 
Yeah. By oh, Big yeah, L? Oh, yeah. Who was on that song before he was big uh, and popping? Uh, well, our man was on there, too. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. But a man named Sean Carter was on yep. that song. Yeah, no, of course. Before um, he was Jay-Z. Uh, he was, his name was Jay-Z, but he was not Jay-Z. Those freestyle battles between the two, or I don't know if you call them battles. Those battle. freestyles that was, that was together Stretch and Bobito. Stretch and Bobito. Yeah. You know what? Big L and Jay-Z were on the Stretch and Bobito show, and... When I listen to it, I can't listen to Jay Z's parts oh, because I, I feel like Big L like, steps it, all I over. Him. Like I like Jay Z. Big L gets it, but Jay Z like Zorro. I can't do it. I, love, like, it's I, just I not, love that flow. Still, I love that flow. That's, I love that. That's flow. when he was with Big Daddy like, Tomorrow, like, I'd rather listen to Break a Mother like a plastic spoon and and is Big L slow? Hell no. Get on the roof if they ain't got no hotel though. You know I make police like the whole thing was just crazy every bar was nuts i, I and just, he didn't slip because if i remember no, correct jay-z did slip on the yeah, discussion freestyle he didn't and slip. what else big l said so many crazy things i can't even he said ask beavis i get nothing but head classic everybody used that line uh i get nothing but head like beavis mean you are gonna butt heads like beavis that's the originator of that line. And it's still not as good as Ask yeah. Beavis, I Get Nothing But, but Head. head. That yeah, that's just nuts. And he, 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 he went on that freestyle and he started the 98 freestyle. He goes, kind of tired. And then he ripped through the entire thing. Yeah, I'm sure he like, sounded that's, real tired. That's tired? Like, uh, yeah, that's tired? Like, I, I'll always look up to him, man. That's the, that's the well, G. And I got uh, to say, it's a strong argument you put up there. I still think, though, bar for bar, it's tough. Because of his body of work, Eminem has just gotten so crazy. Eminem, Even if I don't well, listen, I can't wait, listen wait, wait. to let the me not, like Let me not make it like I'm saying Eminem, because right now, if, you not, if you're talking about the fact that Big L was not allowed to live through his prime, that's the truth of the matter. He was not allowed to live through his prime. The only person in my book that lived through their primes are Jay-Z and Eminem. And this nice. guy put out... And and yeah, Nas yeah. too. My bad. No, I, I just associate all the greatest rappers yeah. with people who died. I thought Nas died for a second. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because Nas is so incredibly talented. But Eminem just dropped an album and he was on the song with Black Thought and yeah. he went last. So I'm like, oh yep. my God, this guy's going to go crazy. I must have listened to that song a thousand times. He goes, I hope the ambulance is en route. Papers and hand grenades soon as I pull the pin out. I am the Santa Fe Mandalay in Orlando and Colorado and Columbine all combined into one. I don't walk the line, but I run. That's Yeah. Insane. That album I'm a spider crawling up your spinal column, all up the side of the asylum wall. You need some Tylenol. I'm like a diabolical gynecologist trying to ball a fist. <laughs> Who says stuff like that's the man? Technically, so, it's almost alive. Eminem, nobody touches Eminem. Yeah. But I feel that if we're going to go into the conversation of if Big L was allowed to live through his prime, I feel like Big L would be better or they would be at the exact Big same L or level. Biggie? Big L if, uh, for me, but I love yeah. Biggie. Because Big L was making great songs too. You know, we talk about yeah. some guys have bars, but they can't put out a good song that everybody can vibe to. I feel like Big L was putting out some really good songs. It wasn't just all lyrics. DITC that that just that was that whole movement. Back yeah, then. the the DITC was nuts, and the fact that also Lord fin Lord Finesse has yeah. has posted my stuff on his page and told me that I was dope. You know, Lord Finesse was the guy that kind of discovered Big L. So yeah. it's like the guy who discovered Big L is telling me that 
you know, I'm dope. That's nuts to me. And this is just the beginning, Lil D. Yeah. I'm looking forward to everything that comes out this year. Unfortunately, I think it's that time. What else, what do we got coming up? Let's let's plug the IG and what we got to look forward to in 2020. My Instagram, one more time, is Lil D underscore Raps, L-I-L-D-E-E underscore Raps. Be prepared for an album and maybe possibly one EP before that album. Be prepared for a bunch of singles that are going to drop. Be prepared for a joint with Nems, a joint with Apathy, a joint with Bobby J that is coming very soon, a joint with Terminology, um, and a joint with a bunch of other that one's people. That's gonna be tough. That's gonna be dope. Uh, be prepared for that. Be prepared for bars. That's it. That's it. Bars That's are all. back. Bars. Twenty twenty. Bars are back. Twenty twenty. That's it. Go follow Lil D right now. The Socialite Hamptons, Dave. And don't even worry about me. Just keep listening to the program, folks. <laughs> this is the Ryan Show FM, and we will be back. Let's go. Flies high like a dove.
I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Who got me? Real radio, real radio do? Oh, all right. Repeat this here. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls closing in, getting bigger. I'm paranoid, sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right, but I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating and blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act, but I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see them when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I hear a car burning rubber. He owns a black hat like I own. A black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say take a chill beat, but I can't G, cause there's somebody trying to kill me. I'm popping in the grip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating the joint for traps. Checking my telephone for taps. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's messed up when your mind is playing tricks on you. I make big money, I drive big cars, everybody know me It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night Something ain't right, I feel I'm being tailed by the same sucker's headlights Is it that mood that I ran off the block? Or is it that clown last week that I shot? Or is it the one I beat for $5,000? Thought he had came, but it was gold, metal flower Reached under my seat, now my papa for the suckers Ain't no use to me lying, I was scared than a monster Put the left in the Popeyes and Bell got quick If it's going down, let's get it over with Here they come, just like I figured I got my hand on a chrome-plated trigger When I saw, I'll make you start giggling Three black crippling crazy senior sinners I live by the sword I take my boys everywhere I go Become a paranoid I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around corners My mind is playing tricks on me Day by day it's more impossible to cope I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous Every Sunday morning I'm in service Praying for forgiveness And trying to find an exit out the business I know the Lord is looking at me But yet it still is hard for me to feel happy I often drift when I drive Having fatal thoughts of suicide Bang and get it over with and then I'm worry-free, but that's nonsense I got a little boy to look after And if I die, then my child would be a bastard I had a woman down with me But to me, it seems like she was down to get me She helped me out in this But to me, she was just another chick Now she's back with her mother Now I'm realizing that I love her Now I'm feeling lonely My mind is playing tricks on me This year, Halloween fell on the weekend. Me and ghetto boys are trick or treating. Robbing little kids for bags. Till it all man got behind our rags. So we speeded up the pace. Took a look back, and he was right before our face. We were in for a squab, no doubt. So I swung and tried to take him out. 
was going down, we planned. But this wasn't no ordinary man. He stood about six or seven feet. Now that's the creep I be seeing in my sleep. So we triple teamed on him. Dropping them fifth ward bees on him. The more I swung, the more blood flew. Then he disappeared, then my boys disappeared too. Then I felt just like a fiend. It wasn't even close to Halloween. It was dark as death on the streets. My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete. Oh man, homie. My mind is playing tricks on me. And we have returned, folks. You are listening live. This is The Ryan Show FM Worldwide with your host, Ryan Vernell. Music selected by myself. You know, I got to say, Hams Dave, it's nice to be able to pick the music. To play your own music, right? You know, you don't have to worry about... Well, the DJs we have are lit, too, so you can't... I don't want to knock any of the DJs, but I bet it's good to be able to, you know, make sure you know what you're playing. You can play your, your music you like. You know, it's tough when the DJ's not in studio. They don't know what we're talking about. How can they pick the proper songs? That's why it's best that DJ Rye Boogie keeps on handling things. Um, but I mentioned earlier in the evening that The Ryan Show is making that transition into more of an NPR-style format in the sense that we've got reporters all over the country, not just people that are reporting the underworld news, the underground news that the mainstream might not touch up on, but also sports. I wouldn't call the XFL an underground sport. We'll cover some mainstream stuff. But who we have on the phone now is, uh, is connected to a longtime friend of the show, yep. one of the OG producers. You've heard him during the, uh, the, the roast at Old <laughs> Stove Pub all those years ago when we were still a podcast. And it might have even been two years ago. He said, my brother is going to school for sports writing and broadcasting. And it just clicked. I said, you know what? We're, we're making this transition into reporting news. I know that. By the way, listeners, go to theryanshow.net. You can see all these articles that we're talking about. Mac Daddy wrote a great one on, uh, on Pete Rose, why he should be reinstated. Maisha Hendricks has been reporting some great news. Um, but this young gentleman, he actually went to school for it. That makes him a little bit qualified for this. <laughs> I don't know how long you... Uh, hold, hold on. I want to I preference the fact that I did not graduate. Did you, did you at least complete two years of college? Yes. All right, so there we go. That's that's the equivalent of, uh, what is it, an associate's degree? That's it. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could call it that. A semi-associate's degree. That's it. In yeah. sports journalism. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, fans of The Ryan Show, give it up for our newest sports contributor slash journalist, Kevin Blakicki. Yes. Hey, guys, how's it going? It's going great. I mean, it, look, all hands on deck. We're really pushing through this, and your uh, professionalism after two years of college, it's really necessary around it's here. It's good to have you on board. Welcome to the team. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. And you did some reporting for us already. The NBA All-Star Weekend. You gave us some great XS XFL coverage. So, overall, first, I've got to call you out really quick before we begin you were bashing DJ Khaled in the article a little bit. I know that certain fans of the show are fans of DJ Khaled. What's your beef with DJ Khaled? Okay, well, I don't, I don't have a beef with DJ Khaled. Um, before we, before we started, we were talking about that, and it's, it's, I, I just feel like he gets more from the world than he puts out, 
and hey, I'm not knocking him. He's made bangers. Like, I'm the one, Justin Bieber, I never thought that I would like think that Justin Bieber's the best part of the song, but whatever he did, it's great. Um, I'm the, uh, no, I, I second that, the too. One, the, the one that he had with Drake long time ago, I, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, if I heard the beat, I would remember it. But, I mean, he's he does make good music. It's just that, I mean, I, I've I, I've always been the kind of person that um, I've never really been the type of person that likes to give uh, producers more credit than the artists. Um, I mean, like DJ Mustard, I mean, he came out with a pretty good project. I think Perfect Ten a while ago has that great track, Ballin' with Roddy Rich. Um you know, it's nothing against them personally. It's just that, and well, I mean, actually, with DJ Mustard, all he does is just say mustard on the beat, and that's it. <laughs> when, when you you get like DJ Khaled, he's just so you, you know, feel like he's is it that he's overrated? Is he given too much credit for for the work that he puts out? Is it? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's just I I have. I mean, I have more problems with his live performances because his live performances are just him playing other people's music. But, I mean... I've got to say, though, I've been to one of these live performances just this year, and even though he wasn't performing any of the songs, the DJ Khaled set might have been the best set. And there was a lot of good performances there. At FlexFest this year, there's something about a good MC, and it's, it's definitely looked past these days. He just knows how to get the crowd hyped. And it wasn't even him DJing or anything. Like, whoever it was was probably picking his songs. Maybe he had a set list, but i never seen that many people going uh, ape shit at a concert like that. It was insane. Yeah, he turns yeah, up hard show. He brings the energy. Actually, actually, I, I can't hate on DJ Khaled too much because I recently just went uh, with uh, my brother to see uh, Bad Boys 3 and... He was only in it for one scene, and I enjoyed that one scene. So we went a, we went a full 360 from yeah. the article to right now. Well, I'm not. I'm just trying to give the man credit when when credits due. Also, what what, Fair he, enough. what he does is his strength is he's like a composer. He takes artists and he put artists together on tracks that maybe have never been on tracks before. You would never think about putting them on tracks before. He'll put an R&B singer to do a hook with a rapper that probably would have never had the chance to be with each other on a song. Then he puts true. the beat and he puts the idea of the song together. And that's a huge part of being a producer. Yeah. It's not just making beats; it's putting together the song. So you got to give uh, you got to give I, I some like, shots. I like how you guys invite me on this show and say how wonderful it is to have me, and then just bash my opinion immediately. <laughs> no, we're we're conversing. We're having not, a conversation. Not even into sports yet, and we're already yeah. attacking you. No. Great articles, though, and I really did, uh, I really enjoyed your, your coverage of the NBA. So, let me ask you, what was your favorite part of All-Star Weekend? Was it the slam dunk contest? Was it the three-point contest, the celebrity game, or the All-Star game itself? Um, well, they definitely did, did, did make improvements to the All-Star game. I have to say the best part for me um, was the three-point contest. Um, Trey Young, he is a phenomenal three-point shooter. He made a half he made a half-court shot right before halftime in the All-Star game, and he only put up like 15 points. And there were I, I, I thought that Zach Levine was just a dunker, 
Nowitzki put up 23 points. Uh, Joe Harris put up 22 points. Um, Davis Bertans, I've never even heard of him. He Fantasy said steal. He had uh, yeah. 26 points. And, I mean, Devin, I feel bad for Devin Booker. I mean, Devin Booker has been getting the short end of the leash Oh my goodness! He 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 didn't get voted in as a starter, which I think he should have. And he he put up twenty six points. Wet like on book, and he lost on the final shot to Buddy Heald. So what a um, final shot that was too! And I do, although like you said, he does get the short end of the stick a lot. It was nice to see Buddy Heald win uh, win the three point contest. I like Buddy Heald. I like Buddy Heald. Yeah, he was. Uh, he yeah, he's a good player. Um. I mean, I don't know how much winning they'll do over in uh, Sacktown, but, I mean, they should definitely keep him and try and build around him. I don't know if he's going to stay there. I heard he's uh, he's uh, requesting a trade, but, hey, we'll see. Everybody's constantly requesting trades away from Vladi Divac. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. This is nothing new. Also, I want to talk really quickly about the slam dunk contest because it was a very controversial ending. The majority, yeah. I mean, the best way to really see what society is thinking is whether whether it's YouTube or Bleach Report, it's in the comments. And you can see what the top-rated comments are. And a lot of the times, it's the, uh, it's the popular opinion. And nothing but, uh, nothing but people thinking that Aaron Gordon got robbed of uh, his second slam dunk championship. Not, all, you know, not only this year, but they felt like he was robbed the first time when Zach Levine won that year. So, yeah. do, first, quite, first part of this question: Do you think that Aaron Gordon won the slam dunk contest? And two, what do you think that they can do to prevent this from happening again, so that there's a more uh, clear-cut winner of these uh, slam dunk competitions? Um. Well, first off, I want to preface this by doing. I mean, it's not really a flex because I just paid for it. I mean, I, I didn't cover March Madness last year, but last year it was in Columbia, South Carolina, which is about 90 minutes away from where I live and uh, like right near Charleston. And so I was able to see, I was there to see Zion Williamson play for Duke, but he was going up against um, Taco Fall and USF in the second round. And they were supposed I to lose that game. never seen a bigger person in my life than I saw Taco Fall. He was literally dunking the ball without even leaving the ground. So the fact that Aaron Gordon was able to jump over him and dunk is seemingly impossible. So that right there should have given him the victory. But I mean, if you if you if you dunk over a man seven five, it's over. You win. Um, and plus, pe now, people were saying that he grazed him, but I mean, what else are you going to get? Like still, you said, he's seven five. Yeah. Even still, yeah. Now, how to fix it? I, I kind of thought that it would be funny if they would have like I don't know, like Food Network judges on there, like people who have no basketball background but are really good at nitpicking things. I think that they would be really good. Um, that would that's a uh, great idea. Gordon Ramsay, yeah. Simon yeah. Cowell, uh, just the most the, judgmental the, judges. Simon the, Cowell. The first people, the first two people judges that come to mind are those two old guys from the Muppets yeah. who sat up in the rafters. Yes. Uh, what were their um, names? Yeah, those those would be better judges. Um, <laughs> better than D Wade, I, at least. I I, I want to say that I, I I come to you guys as a Marvel stan. I, I love Black Panther. I love Chadwick Boseman. I have no idea why he was a judge. 
Uh, I'm not sure why. Um, Pop but, culture, man. Yep. That's it. They just want celebrities out there. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be better if they had actual players. That, and, like, Candace Parker did her thing. I mean, Dwayne Wade kind of looked confused up there. Um, but, I mean, honestly, I I would... I would rather just have the guys from inside the NBA do it. Like that's that a good be- that's a good idea. I now that is the best answer yet. The best way to fix the slam dunk t- dunk contest is to stick the uh, the TNT guys up there. Yeah. Shaq, Charles Barkley, Ernie, yeah. Kenny, and Kenny the Jet Smith. Kenny. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like they're like the best thing on TV. Like yeah, right they yeah, yeah, they're up there. They're definitely good. The last uh, last question I have for you about the All Star Game is about the ending. People were also complaining that it seemed almost fixed. That at the end, the offensive foul call on James Harden seemed a little bit strange, considering it's the All Star Game. Why call an offensive foul like that? Do you think that it could be fixed a game like that to give LeBron the win in in a in a game that's in honor of Kobe and? In, it was kind of a questionable call, but I mean, honestly, uh, I mean, I, I want to say that it wasn't fixed, but then again, Tim Donaghy also exists, so you never know. But I mean, I mean, I don't really think it was it was that bad. You know, I realized that sports weren't fixed when the Yankees lost the World Series yeah. during two thousand one. That yeah. that was one of <laughs> I just never thought that was going to happen. When the Diamondbacks beat the Yankees, ending that uh, that run, Mariano too came in. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Right after nine eleven. That's I what mean, I'm saying. Right after nine eleven, you thought that they were going to come out there and at least come on, Bud Selig. If you're going to do anything right, at least rig the World Series like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I come to you as a diehard Mets fan, ugh. and I mean, I, I was I was six years old when that happened, so I mean, I don't really remember it, but I mean. That, I mean, if there, if if I were to root for the Yankees, it would either be, um, it would be 2001, or it would be this year against the Astros if they end up playing them in the playoffs. Because what they what they did to ruin the integrity of the sport is absolutely abhorrent. Pitiful. Yeah, it's pitiful. pitiful. And, and they don't play the Yankees. Don't play the Houston. Doesn't come to New York. Until the last series of the season, September. Just so waiting. They would get mauled. I wish they would come into New York early because it would be. And they just released all of these new rules for the coming season to yeah, protect the Astros batters. retarded. Crazy. I don't like that at all. I hope people still throw at them and I hope there's fights every night. I love that the players are coming out and calling out the commissioner yeah. for not punishing them too. This new commissioner yeah, is like, terrible. Like Mike Trout, did you see what Mike Trout said? He, I know that he spoke against them, which is big. He's the, I mean, he's the face of the MLB at this point. Um, and uh, Kevin, please, before we, we before we move on to the next thing, because we've had a lot of sports for one night, which is great. But guess what? There's a place to go if you want to hear and read up on more Ryan Show sports. And there's going to be more articles there written by Kevin. And it's uh, the, it's called theryanshow.net. You guys know this by now. Theryanshow.net/sports. Kevin. Uh, let us know what your Instagram handle is so that uh, the folks out there can follow you. Uh, it's just my first and last name, Kevin Blakicki. Uh It's the same for my Twitter and for my Facebook. So Easy enough. All social media is the same. 
and uh, and you might as well follow his brother while you're out there too, if you haven't yet. That's uh, I think I he's. I would uh, recommend that. He's, he's a fitness <laughs> a fitness instructor. I see on his Instagram now. I, I'm I am not going to let. Don't even bring up his name. This is my moment to shine. Damn it. This all right. Fair enough. I love. Don't you. follow him. Follow no. Kevin. No, Great writer. Fact, no, no, no. Follow my brother and then unfollow him. Okay. There we go. That's the way to do it. Thanks for joining the team, Kevin. It's great having uh, such a such a, a high powered brain. Yeah, it's good having you on board. Knowledge. Thank and, you. And also great XFL coverage to any of the fans out there that love the XFL. Kevin did some great write ups on this past week's games. Kevin, thank you for calling in. Be sure to follow him at Kevin Blakiki. B-L-E-K-I-C-K-I. Check out his articles. Good reads. Great reads. Keep giving us that content. Oh, anytime, guys. And there he goes, Kevin Blakiki. All new Ryan Show sports segment. We're going to be reporting more than just sports. All of our favorite underground, underworld activity. Voltron, just keep adding to the puzzle. Just keep building up. Keep making this bigger and bigger. The conglomerate. That we call the Ryan Show. Thanks for sticking with us, folks. I think it's time we uh, play a little bit more music. Music selected by yours truly, Rye Boogie. Let's get a crack of lacking, baby. A bit. Ruggish, thuggish bone in my harmony zone Get off of me, I'm sluggish and I oughta be known I oughta be grown and slaughter our astrology homes This oughta be harder than most when I'm dropping my drones And all of the cops probably can call me the top criminal Rock minerals, you feel ill when your arteries shy Call me your pops, pop a pop a Pop a popular, the prodigal pop it all of you imposters, so pardon me as I start an apocalypse now. Got a lock solid slap boxing while I'm rocking a smile. Dropping a bomb by the pound and all, and I'm off with the loud. You talking a lot for a while, I'm stomping this comic now and drop it. You ought to be just for faking your life. I hope at the breach of that step, just take your own just life. Take your because own a life. like you does not deserve to breathe. The f near the debris, I swear that they ever so needy. Careful, they ever so greedy. Careful, beware the deceiving. Wearing my medal with cheese. See, I'm the air in this meeting The scare when they see me Unnecessarily preaching Leave them embarrassed and weeping And everywhere n***s is bleeding from And the crowd sang Yo, yo and all of you MCs ain't nothing but main courses Remain focused, the gauge spray your brain and torso The best of my forces, tested rhymes extortion Electrified direct the sniper next to dire horsemen Stacking up shoddy rounds when my whole army swarm Racking up body counts like cold bodies and morgues Defeating any MC with an ignorance they conceive A literate great beast cause <laughs> stay in me Track absorbing, flashing forward, black and forth back And I have the sword of rapid more of according to these rappers That rap it raw but I'm back to the Decapitate any rapper with a cannonball or any man who brawl or wanna take the crown or snatch it off. The black castle hard pants a manhandle scandal broads are headed off and out the park like black Mickey Mantle Paul. Back snap a crack a bad mama jam a sweet like crime. Pam Anderson, I need at least three more. Dimes I'm smacking them, they need CPR. Rhymes of a champion, never see me fall. This rapping thing don't work, I'm snatching your loot. Picture me fist fighting gorillas trapped in the zoo. Bro. And the crowd sings. Da, 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 da. 
yo, 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 yo. This is Red Man, 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 oh Man, God. Man. <laughs> oh my God. Down the sector, supreme neck protector. Better want him, kid, Mr. Mepsa. Falling pop, about to blow his lid from the pressure. Too hot for TV, for sheezy. Too many wanna be hard, be easy. It's all in the together, going on out together. It don't take much to please me. Still, homes are never satisfied like the stones. We don't condone writing, see them selling crossbones. Protecting what I'm writing, don't clash with the titan. Who blasts with a license to kill rap recitants? Come on, in the zone with your nigga from the group home to cap. Fuck your lifestyle, put your lights out. Get this shit cracking, got you feeling with your pipes out. Time for some action. Surfing the avenue, mad at you. Where I used to battle crews. Back when that's when that had that attitude. Cover me, I'm blowing in. Walls closing in. Got us busting off these pistols. My hitting has got issues again. Same song, armed with the mega bomb. Blow you out the frame, then I'm gone. Yo, I was going too, but we roamed. Cellular phones, dot meth. Back in the flesh, blood and bones. Don't condone. Spin bank loans and homegrown. Suckers break like turbo and ozone. When I grab the broom, moonwalk, platoon, hawk. My goons bark. Leave you in the blue lagoon. Lost. True. Nines in the club with Masu, D-Nine in the club, right behind on the bus. Haters don't touch, way is both up, now my neighbor doped up, got the cable hooked up. All channels, lift my shirt, all mammal, you ship off keys and we ship grand piano. Sword on shotgun, hand on the pump, sipping on the 40, Yo, smoking on the blood, bust my gun All good things must come to an end. This is the worst part of the night, leaving our beautiful people out there. Shout out to all our syndicates. Everybody that listens to the show, our guests for coming through, my brother Ryan for putting this whole thing together every week. Uh, I love this. I love the Ryan show. Well, thank you, Hamptons, Dave. It's great to have you as the, uh, I guess, as the other half, the other third. We got to give a big shout out to Mr. Cheeks. The guy's been on the road forever, but we leave this seat open for him for that arrival. He's the family. Of course. The guy promotes us more than we do. Yeah. Mr. Cheeks posts more about The Ryan Show than The Ryan Show does all put together. So be sure to go follow Mr. Cheeks on Instagram at The Real. I'm sorry. Did I say The Real? I meant at to say The Real Mr. Cheeks 132. By the time you guys are listening, I'm going to be out in Vegas. So if I'm anybody jealous. else is out there, slide in the DMs. Yes. Let's get it cracking. It's party time. And uh, yeah, once again, say, thank you to all the people out there when listening. When mommy's away, the boys will play. That's right. And mommy's <laughs> down in Florida while daddy's out in Vegas. Ooh, baby, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> I'm very, uh, oh, and really quick, to anyone out there that is aspiring to delve into the world of journalism, we could be your shortcut. We're taking just about anybody. So if you can put a pen to a paper, your fingers to the keyboard, we might just hire you. DM me at The Ryan Show because we're looking for coverage of anything Everything. that's risque. Yeah. Things from the underground that the mainstream is too soft to report on. Anything that attracts viewership, we're going for Morals, ethics, out the window out with the window. It. We want the craziest stories. We want, if you have somebody that's crazy in your town that does something crazy, a crazy police blotter, something else that's going to make crazy news that no one else is covering, we want that. Be sure to tweet it at us, at The Ryan Show FM, or just hit us up direct. 
Hamptons Dave, what's the IG that you want those ladies sliding into? It's Hamptons Dave, just the way it sounds. No spaces, no nothing. Boyfriends, block at Hamptons Dave. People, keep on a listening. We'll be back at the same time next week. Be sure to check out theryanshow.net for a full list of other places that you can hear this program. Folks, it's always good entertaining you, and we'll see you next week. As Mr. Cheeks would say, a bada bing.